Following Jesus isn't always easy, but it's not complicated. We're told to act justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with our God. And on this podcast, it's our goal to help make real life simple. And so I want to do that today by talking about an age-old debate, especially amongst pastors. And that comes to, do you leave room for the Holy Spirit to work if you are a planner? Now, let me give you a why as to why this matters to you. If you've been a Christian for very long, if you've been following Jesus for very long, you inevitably have run into people that say, I just follow the Spirit. I just do what the Spirit leads me to do. I don't want to make plans. I don't want to get a calendar. I don't want to write out a message. I don't want to prepare for anything. I'm just going to let the Spirit lead. And then you get other people that are so much to the other extreme that they plan and they plan and they plan and they plan. And there's not a flexible bone in their body. They're not able to acquiesce or to change or to flex or to move from the schedule at all because they're so consumed with executing the plan. And I'll be honest with you, that's the camp I often fall into. Sometimes the greatest endorphin rush for me is not helping somebody as it is checking it off my list. And maybe you can resonate with that. So, Where does the balance between planning and the Holy Spirit come into play? And here's why this should matter to you, because you don't want to miss the work of the Holy Spirit in your life. You don't want to miss the opportunities He has for you, and you don't want to miss what He might be saying to you because you're too consumed with your calendar. That's what we're going to talk about briefly today on the podcast. So I want to go way, way, way back and talk about the Holy Spirit just a little bit. If you go all the way back to the Old Testament, you see the Holy Spirit start to show up here and there. You see him in Genesis chapter 1, as it says he is, the Spirit is hovering over the deep. You see him show up with uh, the three visitors that visit Abraham, and there's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You see him uh, show up Uh, to give Samson strength once again. You see him show up to tear down walls. You see him do incredible things, but he's always coming and going. He's always coming and going. And it's almost as if God's people are waiting to catch a glimpse of him. The children of Israel would follow this pillar of cloud during the day and and a, a pillar of fire at night in order to see where God was leading them. And then they built a tabernacle, which was later turned into a temple where the Spirit of God would live. And this is where they felt like they, they kind of kept God captive. That's where God lives. The Spirit of God lives in there. But then God said, you know what? I can get closer. And so God put on skin, and he walked amongst us, and we called him Jesus. And this was the second person of the Trinity, the Son of God. And the Son of God told us about he only does whatever the Father tells him to do, and yet he also defers to the Spirit as well. We see the Father speak about the Son as he's baptized, and the Holy Spirit descend on him like a dove. And then towards the end of Jesus' ministry, he says to his disciples some very shocking words, I must go away so one better than me can come. Who's better than Jesus? And Jesus says, the Holy Spirit. 
Now, what I love about the Trinity, and if you've read any of my books, you know I've talked about this a lot, is that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit live in deference to one another. They're constantly pointing to one another. The Son says, look at the Father, or look at the Spirit. The Spirit says, I only do what the Father says, or look at Jesus. He's the most important one. And the Father is constantly pointing at the Spirit and the Son. The Father sends the Spirit and the Son into the world. And once Jesus leaves, and about 50 days later, Pentecost occurs, and the disciples are in this upper room, and this rushing wind pours through. Sounds like a train, as some might say, or in their their case, before they knew what a train was, a tornado. This rushing wind, and the Holy Spirit comes to reside in their lives. Suddenly now they're able to perform miracles. Suddenly now they're able to speak in other languages that people can hear. Suddenly they're able to remember all the words of Jesus and be able to do exactly what they're told to do. Suddenly they're able to have a resolve like never before that marches them even into death. I mean, this is an incredible, incredible gift. And this Holy Spirit brings with him gifts that he gives to us. Not all of them go to each of us, but a few of them. Gifts like leadership or administration or teaching. Um, Gifts of hospitality and mercy and generosity. These are incredible gifts that people are given. And they all come from the Holy Spirit. Now, fast forward. And out of... All of these different churches comes different expressions of churches. You have some churches that choose to lean on doctrine. It's more about the way we believe than what we believe. You have some churches that lean on the Bible. It's what the Bible says, what the, where the Bible speaks, I will speak. Where the Bible's silent, I will be silent. You have some that lean solely on Jesus, that it's just whatever Jesus did, that's what I'll do. Forget the rest of the Bible. Then you have some that lean on the, the sovereignty of the Father. He's in charge. Whatever he says goes. No need to question. No need to ask or answer. It's just whatever he says. And then there's some that lean on the Holy Spirit that say, you know what? Jesus prepared the way, and now we follow the Spirit, and so we're just going to let the Spirit lead us on all things. Is there one of these that's right? No. Are they all wrong but one? No. We need all of these ways of thinking, but based upon how you're wired, you might lean towards one of those. For those of us that are highly organized, we may love a liturgical service because we always know what's coming next. For those of us that are a little bit more free-spirited, we may love a charismatic experience because we don't know what's coming next. And thus comes the age-old question of, when do I plan? When do I let the Spirit lead? If I'm writing a sermon and I sit down and write it on Wednesday, am I not letting the Spirit lead on Sunday because I'm using my notes or I've memorized some things to say? If I prepare for a job interview, am I not letting the Spirit lead by preparing for it rather than just going into it cold and seeing what happens? If I sit down with my spouse at night and say, how can we have a great day tomorrow with the kids? Am I leaving nothing up to the Holy Spirit or am I simply kind of scheduling him out because I have a schedule? I'd say you have to know a couple things. First of all, which way are you inclined 
Are you more inclined to be a planner? If you are, watch out. Because you've got to have some flexibility to when the Holy Spirit begins to nudge you. And are you more inclined to be more free-spirited? You need to watch out. Because sometimes, sometimes some some put-together plans enable the Holy Spirit to work. In other words, I have seen God do incredible things through a plan. I'll give you an example. Years ago, we did a capital campaign to raise money to build a building. And we've done this now, I believe, three times. And each time, we put about a year's worth of work into that particular five weeks of teaching and small groups and devotionals and prayer. A year's worth of planning. But during those five weeks that we have gone public to talk about this campaign, I'm always amazed how the Holy Spirit shows up. And sometimes things get changed. Sometimes plans fall through. Sometimes leaders arise and sometimes they fall off. But God always does something bigger, but it starts with our plans. I've also noticed that sometimes when there's you know, no plan at all, the Holy Spirit can lead in some kind of brainstorming session that allow us to put together a plan. A group of people on their knees praying about what should we do next can lead to a variety of ideas, to a whiteboard filled with ideas, boiled down to four or five initial practices, turned into one clear dominant thought that turns into a great mission initiative. So my advice to you on this is this. Just because you plan on something on Tuesday to do something on Sunday doesn't mean the Holy Spirit's not there on Tuesday as well. And he tends to show up by giving you that, that gentle nudge that says, have you thought about this? What's that one verse you keep coming back to? What's that one idea you keep coming back to? And then go ahead and measure it against the words of Jesus. Is this something Jesus would do? Is this something Jesus would say? If it is, then go for it. But if it's not, it's probably not from the Holy Spirit. I'm always amazed when people tell me, well, we decided to move in together. Well, why'd you do that? We just felt like the Spirit led us together. Well, that doesn't line up with what Scripture teaches, which is you should probably not be engaged in premarital sex until you're married. So that doesn't really line up. I wouldn't call that the Holy Spirit. Sometimes I've heard people say, well, I just felt like the Spirit was telling me that we should uh, embark on this adventure and just forego college and and go on a mission trip for three years. Okay, well, that's great. Maybe that is the Spirit. But did you test that against what Jesus would have you do and maybe what your parents have planned for you and prepared for you? And is this honoring of them, which which the Scripture teaches us to do? Line that up. And in some cases, all lights are green. Go for it. But make sure that when you are trying to walk that balance beam in between following the whims of the Holy Spirit and the planning and structure of how you're wired, make sure you line it up with what the Word of God says. Oftentimes when people ask me if I am Spirit-filled on Sunday morning, I say, well, I'm as Spirit-filled on Sunday morning as I am on Tuesday when I write the message. I feel like the Spirit is always with us. Are there times it's more spirited or more spiritful? Absolutely. And I do believe there have been moments in the service where I have heard just this 
I don't, I wouldn't say an audible voice, but just a nudge of speak about this. And I end up going off on a, a little five minute rant about something that I didn't even do in the other services. And somebody will come up to me afterwards and say, you have no idea how much I needed to hear that. But I'm also amazed how much bigger the Holy Spirit is than me. And here's what I mean by that. I, I've noticed there have been many times that I've preached a message and afterwards somebody will come up and say, you know what, when you said A, B, and C, boy, that changed my life. And I think, I never said that. You can go back and watch the film. It's not in there. But the Holy Spirit picked up what I didn't do and made it accurate in somebody else's life. That's the beauty of God. Don't you just love God? I mean, the way that He's able to, to redeem us and save us and then empower us, and even when we mess up or don't hear Him clearly, He can still get the point across to somebody else. I hope that's encouraging. I hope you keep planning, and I hope you keep following the Spirit. Next week, we're going to be back with brand new content. In fact, we're changing up our format a little bit next week. And that is, we're going to start putting out the uh, blog on the Monday after the message. And so the Monday blog will tie in to the weekly message. And then for those that want to talk more about leadership stuff, we're going to do a podcast that will come out later in the week. So we're mixing things up a little bit, but just stay on the website, keep subscribing to the newsletter, and you'll get all that content sent to you, as always, for free. If you think this will be helpful for somebody else, please share this with somebody else, and we will talk to you next week.